What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Per My Previous Email. I am one of your hosts, Julius. And I am Denise. What's up, girl? <sighs> y'all, it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> this week has been tiring and frustrating, and I'm over it. How are you? Same. Okay. Um, okay. It's only Wednesday. My it needs to be Friday. God. Two more days until I start my two-week vacation. and Won't he do you know, he you will. You've been deserving I for do. quite some time. <laughs> um, it's been well over a year since my last vacation. It was summer of 2018 to be exact. Mm-hmm. We are now in winter of 2019. So I have been working very, very hard mm-hmm. over the past year uh, plus. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, I have gotten well, two new positions. Yes. <laughs> Um, Almost back to back. Yeah, I mean it's just been a lot, so I'm I'm ready to relax for two. Well, it won't really be. It's not really a relaxing trip, but um, I won't be working, and so that's you know the important yeah. part. Um, Is the team ready? You think they can handle it? I don't even care anymore. Okay, um, well. <laughs> yeah, so I went to. I guess I'll go first. I was gonna ask you how was your. Oh no! Yeah, you should go first. <laughs> So we're only halfway through the week, and I have, I'm already exhausted. So I went to Kansas uh, this week with my boss. We have a new—it's not really new. It's a renovated uh, and kind of relocated factory that we have for a specific product line. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally moved it from one side of town to the other in an old building that we already owned. So I don't know why it took us going to—but anyway. Okay. We also picked up a new client there uh, for 2020, so we were going there to meet with them. It was yep. just the whole thing. So anyway, I was with my boss this week, the one who tries me on a regular basis. Um, and it was all right. You know, he picked me up from the airport. He was late because um, he got mm. there before I did. And so it was really, really cold in Kansas, 12 mm. degrees to be exact. Mm. Um, I was very close to just going to get my own rental car, and then I realized I, you know, would prefer to be chauffeured around. Okay. Then he shows up, picks me up. Um, we leave the airport. He pulls over at the nearest gas station and says, I got to jump on some calls. I need you to drive. I was like, okay. So I waited outside for you to show up and then to make me drive. Okay. Yeah, really- yeah it was just real disrespectful, honestly. I felt, um, I felt attacked. Uh, <laughs> Quite honestly. Oh, man. You know I hate driving, and I hate the cold, and I hate Kansas, so it was just like, and I don't really like him either, so it was just like a bunch of negatives. Anyway, um, but we did have a decent week. The new client's going to be awesome, or customer, I should say. The new customer's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was some good news. The new factory is is booming and doing what it's supposed to be doing, just like I suspected. I was like, we could have. Like, literally, we were in business mode for maybe about four hours Mm -hmm. yesterday um and then he was like all right let's go get some kansas city barbecue and i was like how about we don't because they don't have good barbecue i was supposed to say how dare you that's That's exactly what i said i was like i only eat barbecue in texas um and and, and maybe alabama it's gotta be from like a shack where you leave smelling just like the barbecue and somebody is playing Love and Happiness by Al Green in the background. Yes. And they also serve, like, peach cobbler and pound cake that's just, like, cake. You don't get no fancy frosting. It's just... Amen. Just the cake. Right. Um, so, yeah, we end up going somewhere else. But where Good. I can get tacos. No, but- <laughs> Kansas City, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, so I got two more days left. I don't really 
care what position my team is going to be in for the next two I weeks. Hear you. Um, Not your problem. You've he's taking over. He's going to be my um, my backfield while I'm out. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure he'll be calling up my team to find out how I'm doing and all that kind of crap. Ooh. So it'll be interesting to come back to work. I'm actually looking forward to what all will come out of uh, out of this little stint where he gets to do both roles and mm-hmm. try to see, you know. How I things play it. out. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to hear that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, one of my team members, somebody that reports to me this week, decided that they were just going to... So we, unfortunately, had someone pass away on the team this week. Oh, condolences. Um, yeah. And so it actually really sad because I this particular person, I just met them like a few weeks ago when mm. I was in California. Um, super great person. Very nice. Um I actually wrote a book. I ordered it off Amazon. I can't wait to read it. Um, yeah, he was just awesome. And so the person that he reports to reports to me. Mm-hmm. And he found this out on, like, Sunday because the guy's wife called and, and didn't tell me until, like, Tuesday. Um, completely was just ghosted on Monday. Says this was the reason why he was in the wind. Um it was like it just hit him really hard and blah 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 and I was like okay you know and people have feelings I get it right. that's fine however communication is key yeah um, I don't Those know ghosted on know. Monday as in you were communicating with him and he was not responding that all? and he missed our team call just like didn't show up text him was like hey you joined the team call no response oh yeah that's right. yeah um then we had some direction go out to the team that needed to be communicated. His team clearly didn't get the communication. Mm-hmm. I found that out like a few hours ago. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, are you taking leave or like, what do you like? What's yeah, happening there, here? That, and that's generally how that should be handled. It's a, like, again, it's okay for you to respond to life circumstances and crisis and things of that nature, but you take the appropriate leave. Right. Just say you're not going to be just so that your bases can be covered while you're gone. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so when I come back, I'll be taking a trip out west, uh, first thing, to deal with that, because I know, you know, a homeboy ain't going to deal with it while I'm gone. No. So it is what it is, but um, yeah, that's how the week is going, and it's only Wednesday, so I'm really looking forward to, um, Mm -hmm. I think my last call on Friday ends around 5.30, and after that, um, my computer is going to go up under my desk. Come on. I'm going to hide it. That's right. It's not coming um, with me, right? I cannot wait to type up. You know, that is one of my favorite things to do. Um, type your out of office? Yes. Me as well. I love that also. process. And, you know, I rarely get to do it. Like, I always forget where to go do it. I'm like, okay, I know I hit file. <laughs> and then, Right. <laughs> I've seen other people use it. <laughs> but I get so excited to mm. type it up. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm so ready. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Because, you know, you can push the date out to mm-hmm. when it starts. Yeah. Go ahead. Get your joy. Get right. your joy before the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. So how was your week? Uh, garbage and trash as usual. <laughs> um, it's, it's just so frustrating having, like, piss poor leadership. I can't even tell you. I mean, you you're aware. Yep. But I just. I am really, as you all know, I'm actively looking at this point, and it's mm-hmm. just like my my interview questions are about to come hard. Like it's just like, what is your leadership style? How do you deal with breaks in communication? How do you deal with ineffective and inefficient processes? Like literally, because I can't, I I feel hoodwinked and bamboozled, and just utterly frustrated at the lack of 
maturity, the lack of experience, mm-hmm. the lack of like I've had executives tell me just out loud, admittingly in my whole face, I just don't know how to handle this. I just don't know what to do. And this is not the first time. In my previous job, I had a manager tell me, well, I just don't know how to deal with this. Then you are in the wrong position. Mm -hmm. You just figure it out or at least start implementing some steps to try to rectify the issue. That's the key because what most people miss is when they run into a wall in a position and and they feel, but they feel they feel vulnerable in that moment because they don't want to come across as I'm not capable. Um, So whereas they're willing to admit the fact that they don't know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. it is an even bigger step. Mm -hmm. Like admitting it is always the first step, right? But it's a huge additional step to go above and beyond to now correct it. Yeah. To go out and seek someone who does know what they're doing or find out, you know, read a book. That... Google is free. Reading is fundamental. Come on. And there are books out there. That will help you. That will guide you through what effective leadership. Like so many of them have been written. And quite frankly, I'm about to write one myself. Go ahead. Because. I'm here for you. Yeah. I mean. I'll be your editor. Mentorship to young leaders. Like I really feel like I need to write the book. Because at the end of the day, you are not going to come out of college. You're not going to come out of your entry level position and have all of the answers. You're just not. You have to work for that it's right. okay to say there's plenty of things don't get me wrong like I feel like I'm a good leader a decent leader whatever there are a ton of things that I don't know things come up all the time that yep. I don't know how to handle uh, for instance we'll this situation that to. happened this week yeah yeah I, like I've never had anyone take it personal when you know one of their yeah direct reports yes, passed yes, away yes. I don't really know how to, but I know how I'm going. I, like, I know what the outcome needs to be, yes, right? I can yes. foresee what the outcome needs to be. And the yes. outcome is, is that both of those positions still need to be Field. fulfilled. Yeah. So if, you know, the you deceit- start implement- implementing steps. Right. To like, make I, that process yeah, and I'm going to figure out as I go. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with figuring it out as you go. I think as employees, it's more important for them to see you trying yes. than to see you admitting that you don't know what to do and just and sitting just on it while they crumble. Right. Our morale right now is horrible and not amongst each other. We're all like trying to keep each other afloat because we're the ones who actually have to execute the work. But it just... They've been fighting amongst each other, like in an ego based sort of way and dragging us into it. And I just I'm over it and I'm over I'm over leadership acting like children. I'm over leadership not being accountable. I'm over leadership simply just not leading, but collecting a paycheck. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I have applied to two leadership positions this week alone because I'm like, if old girl can do it, I know I can like you can't tell me I cannot. I wish you would. Y'all keep Sister Denise lifted because we, we're we going to pray this new role. Please. Because that's the thing. And, you know, that's originally what kind of led me into leadership. It was yeah. like, okay, I want to be a part of the change. Like, I know yeah. everyone around me is garbage. Let me get up here <laughs> and be where the, I can make. Be the light. Yes. I want to make a difference, you yeah. know. And at some point, 
I had to realize, like, I can't keep running. I can't, yeah. you know, keep switching stores or switching jobs or switching companies. Like, yeah. I got to put myself in a position to where I can start to be a part of the yeah. change. And it was a huge learning curve, obviously. It wasn't easy. It was yeah. very difficult, super stressful, whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to allow the folks around me, the people that I did care about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to not have effective leadership. And yeah. I knew, like, look, I'm probably not going to be the best leader you have, but I... I know I can do better than right. that. Like, I know yeah. I can support you way better than well, what And ultimately, get better results for us all yeah and that's i think the that's part of like this growth spurt i'm i'm having or i wouldn't even say growth spurt that's just part of this tension this Mm -hmm. that i'm having right now in my life from a corporate standpoint because i have never i had never wanted to be in leadership i was perfectly fine It's not until you have bad leadership that you start to desire. Right. I was minding my business. I was doing my work. Even when I had bad leadership initially at my first, the first job that I was like, oh, absolutely not. Um, for For a little bit, I was like, okay, I can handle, you know, I'm doing things I like. I can just, I can just bear it. I can just. But then it got to a point where I was like, this is absolutely abhorrent. How are you an adult? How did you get here? How did you get here? I don't, I mean, I know how you got here, being white. <laughs> but other than that, like, how was this? Ex- I just, I'm very, very confused. And no shade to our Caucasian listeners, but it is unequivocal the amount of people of color that are in positions that are beneath people who are beneath white people. Um, who just should shouldn't be there. They have better education. They have better qualifications. They have shown better skill sets. They have shown better management skills, and are just not in those positions because of nepotism, because of um, politics, mm-hmm. because of all manner of things that do not affect the actual job Mm -hmm. and this is what i'm running to in this particular company i'm tired of hearing about how y'all are going to ceo's thanksgiving dinners and how you vacation with whomever i don't care i don't want to sit around your thanksgiving table and eat your dry flavorless turkey i'm here to get the work done because if i eat that raggedy cranberry filled potato salad and then come to work and the work is still not done we still have a problem why are these kpis not met how come you're still eating on the company's dime? How come you're still flying back and forth across the country on the company's dime when KPIs are not met? Why? Because mm-hmm. privilege. Well, yes. I'm not going to be the one to help you uphold that privilege. Yeah. Well, so I either have to move or you have to get out yeah. and make room for me in your position. Mm-hmm. Those are my only options now. I was trying, y'all. I have been trying all fall. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you can do this. I went to my little my little retreat uh, for Labor Day. I prayed. I sat by the water and things. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I can come back and be refreshed and relaxed and approach this with a new perspective. No, no. The Lord was like, mm-mm, there ain't no, ain't no amount of yoga <laughs> going to change. You can downward Look, dog all day. Right. <laughs> but, but at the, the end of the day. The situation is the situation. Right. Garbage is garbage. So that's you just. You can mask it all day you want listen, to. Listen, Febreze does not wash y'all's clothes. Mm-mm. It just oh doesn't my. do it. Look, don't give me something. Oh, is that a whole other thing? That's I, a whole bad. trigger, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, that's just where Somebody I'm at. Somebody recently told me at work that they wash their jeans, like, a few times a year. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Y'all keep me lifted. I'm not, 
I, don't, I probably sound strong, but I'm not mad or anything. I'm just done. Yeah. So. Set up. I get it. Yeah. Yep, we all get there. I think it's definitely time for you to move on. Um, just I appreciate you. And you know how to move on. Uh-huh. So this next go around, <laughs> it's going to be very strategic. Uh, if nothing else, I know how to move on. Yeah. Well, how we moving? Right, yes. <laughs> but what I meant was, you know how to move on this next time. Yeah, Like, definitely. what questions to ask. Oh, absolutely. You know, making sure that you land in the right spot. But I will say, I am... I now, am. granted, this did give me a whole different wealth of experience and yes, an ad- additions to my portfolio that I'm not taking for granted. Yes, I did. I don't see this as a waste of my time or anything like that. No, it's working for bad helped. leadership is one of the best learning experiences Listen. ever. Mm-hmm. That's actually where I, how I learned to be a decent leader is a, and a good leader is through watching bad leadership. Absolutely. I learned what not to do. Um, you know, and then common sense taught me what to do. So yeah. shout out to that. Um, I mean, and we've said this before, knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing oh, what yes. you want. So yes, yes, yes. I know the type of leader that I do not want to be at mm-hmm. this point. And now it's just about taking the steps to become the leader that I do want to be. Y'all yeah. I did not want to be a leader. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm a cancer and an introvert. And I was like, really? I don't have to do. I will step up when I need to, obviously, because my check is, is at risk. But so I'm not playing around with you, not doing what you need to do. But I had not seen myself in a consistent leadership role Mm -hmm. until here recently. I'm an introvert as well. People were always shocked when they found out what I actually did for a living, knowing me outside. Yes, I'm every time I'm shocked. Like I don't even know you. (laughs) Yes, most people are. They're like very shocked. But here's the deal, and here was the difference, and you just touched on it. So um, I've always, and I mean always, have worked in an industry where it was here's your base salary, and if you really want to make money, like you have to achieve these things to get Mm -hmm. to it. So I've always been incentive based, bonus based. Mm -hmm. So when people weren't doing their jobs, it was affecting my pocket. So then I knew, okay, I got to climb the ladder and change the culture around here. So ultimately I can cash out. Otherwise I'm not going to make any money. And I prefer this method of work. Mm -hmm. Um, I like being able to control my, my income. Yeah. Yes. And you know, the more work I put in, the more money I see. I Mm -hmm. I love that. I also love that. That's great. That's how I started in this position. And then they put me on just general salary because I was working. Right. (laughs) They were like, oh, she, she trying to take all the money. Right. Exactly. Y'all said y'all want to work. No. I will milk your budget. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you thought. Right. (laughs) No, we do not leave money on the table. Mm -mm. So yeah, that's, I think that has always been my motivating factor. But yeah, it's very true. Like at work, I'm a totally different person. And then Mm -hmm. as soon as the laptop closes and I get on that plane, um, I'm back to my like I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't make eye contact with people. I don't even <laughs> talk what? to like I was I so I boarded an earlier plane today than my original flight. Mm-hmm. Um because, you know, oh boy was getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So I get up to the ticket counter and I was like, hey, there's this flight that leaves. Like, it was already boarding um, and I hadn't even gone through security yet. And I was like, can you please just put me on the standby list and then I will you know, run through security and run over there to see if they can, you know, squeeze me in. And she was like, look, I'll do it, but there's only two seats left. And I was like, that's fine. I don't know if you've ever been to the Kansas City Airport. Okay, good. (laughs) It's complete garbage the way it's designed. Wait, is it worse than LaGuardia? Oh, yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Well, I won't ever be going to Kansas. It's the simple design of it. So it's designed as if they, like, forgot that it was an airport. So it's like... (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't. It's so hard to even describe like how bad. Like you just have to experience it to understand it. Me and my friend were actually talking about it because she went to school up there, and she was like, "I've never seen anything like that in my." And I was like, "Like I've been up there a few times Mm -hmm. through that airport." It's almost hard to describe. It's like you walk in, and it's almost like walking into, um, into like a the entrance of a strip mall. Almost like everything is just like lined up, like long, but it's it's skinny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like you can literally like from you when you walk into the front door, you can see the planes. They're like right there, but the airport is very wide, like this That's way. That's weird. So then, like you have in this little you know confined space, you've mm-hmm. got your ticket counters you've got security and then you've got these long hallways that lead to these gates and the gates just line up across the back windows where the planes are it's insane like i don't know who was on drugs when they designed this thing i mean possibly um but the bad part about it is you can very easily just exit the airport so like when you come out off of a plane and you see okay like there's the main hallway over there Mm -hmm. well if you go over there you have now exited the airport like you have to go back through security to get into that you know what i mean so you can access Yes, so I've had layovers there before. Well, this happened to me the first time, and then one time it happened again because it was early in the morning, and I forgot, and I was super tired. But yeah, I had to go back through security to come back through because I had walked out of the freaking airport. It's a mess. not cool. Needless to say, I run through um, security. The lady yells at me at TSA because I have pre-check, but they still have to, you know, check your boarding pass Mm -hmm. and ID and all that. Um, And I just walk right past her because I didn't see her. Because, again, this confined space, like, you know, like, things aren't normally visible. So I didn't even see her. I walked right past her. And she was like, excuse you, come back. And I turned around. I didn't say a word. I just handed her my stuff. When she hit, I snatched it and, you know, went through the thing. Then I run over to the gate and I walk up to the counter and I say, can you please put me on? It was already boarding. I said, can you please just, you know, print me a pass on your life? Like, and she looked, and she was like, yeah, go ahead. She was like, just walk up there, and he'll scan you in. So I walk up there, I hand him my thing, and he wasn't ready for my boarding position yet, but I have status, so I get to board first. Mm-hmm. He didn't see that on the thing. So I handed it to him, and he was like, oh, I haven't called this group yet. And I just looked at it. I didn't say a word. Like, I was not You'd in the mood to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But typical me, like, I just, I'm not going to say anything to you. I want you to relook at it again, mm-hmm. use the context, figure it out. You know, like, you were smart Let's enough. Let's try this one You do this time. for a living. And then he was like, oh, you're prefer, okay. And I'm, mm-hmm. I, like, no words <laughs> needed to be said. I didn't speak to him. My boss was actually on this flight. Um, oh. He also got on this flight. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent right it's now. It's fine, go on. He... So we leave to go to the airport, which, mind you, like, the airport is literally around the corner from the hotel. Like, the hotel is on airport grounds. Okay. He was like, hey, do you mind just dropping me off at the gate so I can see if I can get up? Because he lives in a town where, like, you can't you can't fly to his city directly. Like, there's always going to be a layover involved. Mm-hmm. And there's very few flights to where he lives. He lives mm-hmm. in Reno. Wouldn't be able to do it. Right. Um, so he wasn't... he. Just there was no way he so he was like, look, I have two options. I can either get on this flight, which was the flight that I was also trying to get on that connected him through here on to where he needed to go. Actually, at two stops. But anyway, um, but he was like, yeah, if you could drop me off and then just go return the car because he didn't want. And I'm like, so you can get on the same. Like, I'm also trying to get on this and we're right here. I don't understand this line of like we're right here. Anyway. Okay. And then he called himself saving me a seat, and I walked right to the back of the plane, which I never do, but I was like, no. <laughs> we will not I prefer the back of the plane, because that's where no one ever wants to sit, and I'm like, y'all can all crowd up there with your kids. Oh, no, I can't stay waiting on people to unload the plane. But oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, all right, so let's head on into the boardroom. Um, sorry for my tangent. I just... 
And it's only Wednesday. That's part of the problem. <laughs> but yes, continue. We're in the boardroom now. All right, y'all. <laughs> that yeah. was back room Z. That team was good night. It was. And we need it right now. All right, yeah. so this is, and I don't think we've discussed this with y'all, but we will be uploading episodes in what we like to call seasons um, because we need breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have careers. We have jobs. Mm-hmm. And as much as we love supporting you all out there and giving you content, we also need time to focus on ourselves and time to focus on the content that we deliver to you all. Um, and at work. So this will actually be the last episode of 2020, which no, makes you... 2019. Oh, yeah, 2019. Look at you jumping ahead. <laughs> Look. You better speak it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to ride out 2020. Well, I don't know yet. Anyway, whatever the Lord has planned. Um, so, yeah, this will be the last episode of 2020, and we really wanted to end on a note. will be the last episode of 2019. Did I say it again? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, guys, we're doing 20 episode seasons. This is season one of my previous email. And as you all know, we have been counting up the episodes for you guys. We are on episode 20, which means this is the final episode of 2019. That's why I keep saying 2020 because it's episode 20. I don't know. Anyway, I'm tired <laughs> and I'm hungry. Julius is tired and hungry and it's um, affecting his, you know, this is a part of the problem with 2019, 2020. Like, coming up, we're going to be saying that all crazy. But yeah. anywho. I would say jet lag, but it was like a 45-minute flight, so I can't even claim that. Um, <laughs> So, yes, we wanted to end the 2019 season, Ooh. season one, um, talking about 2020 goals. Yeah. We are basically going to give y'all a whole, you know, four or five weeks, whatever it ends up being, um, to really focus on your yeah. goals for 2020 coming mm-hmm. up um, and what you need to do. So we talked about this before. We had another episode previously where, and if you didn't listen to it, you need to go back and listen because I don't just be out here recording for nothing. Oh, okay. So we are spicy tonight. Say what I said. <laughs> so go back and listen. But we were talking about goals and we basically discussed um, being holding yourself accountable to those goals, being very active in those goals and making them happen and being proactive in, and not just planning them, but, but actually doing them. Right. Yeah. So it's very simple to sit back and say, okay, you know, I've got goals for the year. Um, you know, these are some things that I've been wanting to accomplish. I'm going to wait until the start of the new year to do it. New year, new me, all that crap, which by the way, if any of y'all get on any of our comments, anything talking about new year, new me, if I see it, I'm going to be highly upset mm. and you will be blocked. Um, okay. cause you don't just become a new person in a new year. I'm sorry. It just That's doesn't happen. No, it doesn't work like that, but whatever helps y'all mentally. I mean, do what you gotta do. If you're one of those people, you know, whatever, but just don't bring me into it. So, yeah. um, in the new year, it's okay to have new goals, um, and that's totally fine, you know, if you're one of those folks that likes to go into the new year with new goals, and I mm-hmm. think it's a very smart thing. It's a good mm-hmm. time to start fresh. It doesn't necessarily work for me. However, um, I think it is a good time to start looking at our professional goals. Um, I'm not concerned with your personal ones. That's another podcast. Oh, wow. But your professional goals, <laughs> um, I think we did talk a little bit about personal goals, like things that you want to do outside of the workplace, which are also important because you need that, that balance. balance. Yeah. But I'm specifically here to talk about your professional goals. Um, so when it comes to professional goals for 2020, mm-hmm. 
what I am focusing on myself specifically, and this isn't saying like I'm starting fresh in 2020. It's actually stuff that I've already started and it's, you know, going to bleed into 2020. Um, But I'm really focusing on how I can take the stress out of everything that I do every day Mm. and not letting things affect me. That's a good one. So tough. So things happen, you know, some stuff I take personally, some stuff I let Mm -hmm. roll off my shoulders. At the end of the day, it all impacts me from a standpoint of I internalize it a little Mm bit. Um, I get bothered by it. You know, I typically don't let people irritate me so much, but it's so much of... um, you know, circumstances that mm-hmm. come up and things that take place or things that people may say or do to me specifically, um, mm-hmm. professionally that I let affect me a little bit more than I think I should. So one of my big focuses, um, throughout the rest of this year into 2020 is really just going to be about letting things go. Mm. Um, keeping my eye on the big picture, mm-hmm. not focusing on the little things that don't affect me and then really start to look at how I delegate things out as a leader, uh, which will also help impact some of that. Sometimes I have some really minuscule conversations and things that, you know, I babysit a little bit in the workplace Mm. um, with my team because I feel like I have to. And Mm -hmm. it's simply because I don't have the right people in place. Mm. By the way, if you're a leader out there, I'm just going to say this. Um, If you have things that you babysit um, at a really close level in the workplace when you have a whole team behind you you don't trust your team that's it um that's just what it boils down to and right now i can honestly say i don't trust my team and i've got to fix that mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that i got to do to get there uh from a staffing standpoint from a a training standpoint a development standpoint there's several things that we need to do but it's gonna start with me and my attitude mm. And right now, my attitude is like, oh, I don't want to develop you because I don't want to deal with you. And it's just not the right attitude to have, you know. And this is why I say I'm not the best leader. You know, I know I'm good at it, but I still have my flaws because there's just things that I'm not always willing to do that I probably should be doing and I know I should be doing. Mm So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be reflecting on those things, letting things roll off, fixing my attitude in the workplace so that I don't want to hit people so much and I want to help them more so Mm -hmm. um, because that is ultimately what is going to benefit my business and the folks around me. Awesome. Yeah. So just a little insight to what I got going on. I think... I wanted to share that with you all because I think it's important for us to really internalize. You know, it took, and let's be honest, I should have come to terms with this years ago, but it takes a long time to shed a light on yourself and say, what am I doing that is really negatively impacting? I can point the finger all day long. You know, there's a lot of things that a lot of folks don't do and should be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm in charge. So I have to take accountability for my faults and their faults. At the end of the day, it all rolls up to me. Um, and I think you all should do the th- the same. So we talk about goals in the sense of, you know, areas that you want to achieve, things that you want to get to. Think about some of those goals that you've had over and over again that you yeah. haven't gotten to yet. And the reasons why behind it. I know I talked about that before, but there's a why behind you, why you haven't achieved those goals. Some of it may have to do with the fact that you were just lazy and didn't do it. And that yeah. happens. I've been there. Haven't we all? Like, it happens. You know, you just, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll do that next year in the back half of the year or whatever. You know, you push it off. Mm-hmm. Procrastination is a real thing. But 
um, really start to think about some of the things that are keeping you from the goals that you have been working mm-hmm. on for years and years and years, especially professionally, and make those things your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you can start to reach the bigger goal. That's right. right? That's ultimately what's going to get you there. But there's things that are holding you back. So, And that kind of ties into the personal piece of it, which I didn't really want to get into. But sometimes there's things personally, you know, outside of work that keep us from meeting our professional goals. Yeah. Um, it could be family related things. It could be, you know, a, a, a time management situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you get home and you don't make the time to read those leadership books or mm-hmm. read those books that are, or listen to those um, audio books that are going to help you professionally um, build up on your craft or take those online mm-hmm. courses, go mm-hmm. back to school, whatever it is that's keeping you from ultimately achieving that, like get to the root of it. Yeah. Um, and, and work on that. Those yeah. have got to be what we focus on in 2020 because at the end of the day, Things are only going to get tougher hmm. for for us as minorities out in the workplace. It's mm. it's not, you know, I mean, just turn on the news. Like, things are not getting easier for us and in this world period. either way that news falls, too, I know a lot of people are, are, you know, thinking that if a certain outcome occurs, that things will be better. Uh, the, the gate has been opened. Yeah. So, I feel like either way... If you're a minority in the United States of America, um, you, there's no going back four years ago, you all. No. Nope. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> no, he has checked out on us it, and it, is on a permanent vacation. Well, not even that. It's just that <laughs> there's no putting the, the people who've been unleashed back in their cages. It's, right. That's something that, as we have seen over the course of history, takes more than just four years to rectify. Mm-hmm. So it's just, be mindful. Like, just be mindful and be aware and stay keep your head on swivel okay stay alert and stay aware and uh, stay on your job and and this is hard for me to say and I don't I hate that I even have to say this but it's it's factual um so we can point the finger all day long you know we have poor leadership we're targeted because we're african-american um we are are minorities um (laughs) Yeah, you know, we're targeted because we're we're minorities or we are, you know, targeted because we're a certain gender or because we're of a certain class. Um, those things are not going to just change. So you still have to figure out mm-hmm. what how can you change and yeah. how you're going to maneuver through those things. Don't let those things keep you from reaching higher levels. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget we had a black president. So... It can be done. You know, you can build yourself up and and grow in spite of in spite of all of the challenges that come up and, and people do it every day. And it's not going to be easy. I was saying, I think the, the misconception, though, is like no one promised easiness out of it. So, no, it's not, no, it's not, we don't have a privilege. So it's not yeah, going to be simple for us. But the more of us that are fighting and, and increasing the number of us, you know, yeah. as we like to say, that are in some of these workspaces and in some of these higher leadership roles and influencing um, the masses yeah. for the greater good, I think yeah. we will slowly start to see the change that we want to see long term. But, you know, it's not just going to be, you know, the one black president that we had yeah. or the one black congressman that is fighting for it. Like, we all have to step up in our own ways. And that doesn't mean we have to. And we're not a political podcast. so I'm no. not trying to go there. But what I'm saying is, is that even in your own realm of things, there's yeah. somebody out there that's looking at you yeah, and thinking, yeah, yeah. wow, like that could be me, too. And ultimately, if that's truly what you want, like, go get it because you can. Yeah. You truly can. You know, utilize your resources. You have the ability to overcome all of the objections that are out there, all of the 
the oppression that is put upon you um, to try to keep you out of, you know, certain roles, out of certain spaces that just weren't built for us. But guess what? We're going to make a a space for ourselves. And I think it's important to to note that um, when we talk about challenging the status quo in these corporate spaces and making sure that we have a space for ourselves and that we're putting ourselves in these areas where we're not usually seen as POCs and as minority groups um, in every aspect. I think it's important to remember because you can you can kind of get lost in the the display of activism, mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody that's a person of color, anybody that's a minority in these spaces to feel like you going into work, you showing up and doing your level best is anything less than activism. Um, you don't have to be out there on the front lines. You know, right. like you, your existence in spaces where you were not meant to exist is in and of itself a form of activism. Yep. Um, so, which is why we say so often, go here and do your job yeah. and do it to the best of your ability yep. because that alone is challenging. Yep. That alone is is defeating the status quo, which is why some of you, when you go to work, you're like, I don't understand what the problem is. I don't understand why I'm getting these attitudes. I don't understand why I'm getting this, 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 this. because you weren't meant to exist in that space. Right. And your very existence in that space threatens somebody. Oh, yeah. So they're going to respond to you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by touching well, your hair, or talking about the foods you don't eat up. Get, or, please don't get me mad. I'm just saying those are some <laughs> of the telltale signs of what happens when you do that. And Denise is 100 yeah. percent right. Like you being there is it's activism speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, but if you want and desire more, don't Go just settle for that. Yeah. Go get it, you know. And Go if and if you're happy where you are, again, to Denise's point, yes, that is Well, that not is even fantastic. that. Not just being happy with where you are, but making sure that you go into these spaces and you put your best foot, face, yes. and shoulder forward. Yep. Um, don't don't settle. Go in and put your best work ever for. It's hard sometimes. You're tired sometimes. I completely get it. But understand that for a lot of the culture for a lot of POCs, for a lot of minorities, that is your space to be the activist. Yeah, and you are always going to feel like you're outworking everyone around you. Oh, and 100%. Because you are. You are. <laughs> so <laughs> Absolutely, you are. That was a huge struggle for me, and it yeah. took me a, long, a, a good while to come to terms with the fact that I will always outperform mm-hmm. literally everyone around me by simply just doing my job because yeah. I don't have a privilege to yep. just sit back and, yep. and coast. Um, and that could be a hard I'm always around. Yeah. Oh, it was very tough. Yeah. But I had to come to the realization is like, I don't get a chance to just back Mm-mm. off because as soon as I do, oh, it's like execute the Negro. You know? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Absolutely. So I don't get to just say, I will always be yeah. the hardest worker. I will always be yeah. the one. And when I'm in these spaces, I work in an industry that is extremely Caucasian mm-hmm. dominated by males. Um, so I just, I will always, I, I don't. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Quite honestly, I'm okay with it because the petty side of me, y'all know I'm a little petty. <laughs> a little? <laughs> Look, anybody ask you for your holidays, amen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. You were saying you were dropping gems. Go on. <laughs> no, I was just saying that I enjoy it a little bit because it's great when we look back over the year and it's like wow look how much he accomplished Mm -hmm. and look how little you all Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. and I'm okay with it you know and I know your check is bigger than mine and that's okay 
you know, for now. I was going to say, soon come. But I'm coming for it. Yeah. Just know that. Yeah, and my yeah. results are going to speak to that. And I'm always going to be at that level. And you got to have folks in your corner. You know, don't be afraid to create professional allies, mm-hmm. not these petty allies, mm-hmm. <laughs> but professional allies yeah. with people who are in your corner. There are people in your workspace, you know. God forbid you don't just work for a place full of racists, you know, like oh, there's going to be y'all. some there. Um, I really hope do. you don't work at all, but I've, I've been fortunate enough. I haven't worked at a place where they were all, you know, just against me. I've had people in my corner mm-hmm. and I keep those people in my corner mm-hmm. and I make sure that those people know what great things that I'm doing um, and that they advocate for mm-hmm. me as well, mm-hmm. because your voice alone, unfortunately, it just will yeah, not, always not always be enough. enough. Um, maybe if you work for a smaller company, maybe so. But like the size of my company, like there's just like I need a t- like an army of people <laughs> advocating for me for me to be to be known. And I've, I've made that happen in the past two years. But it, again, it's not easy. Yeah. And it all stems from you, though, putting in the work. Mm-hmm. So um but anyway, getting back to goals. So I want to make sure that you all understand. Spend these next few weeks really, really, mm-hmm. really not just focusing on your Amazon wish list for what you want for Christmas, but Come more on. so on, <laughs> on what you want to accomplish out of 2020. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? You know, again, to Denise's point, if you're happy in the position that you are now, then just think, how can I elevate myself mm-hmm. in this role that I'm currently in? Mm-hmm. If your goal is to get to the next step and be your boss's boss's boss, then fight for that. What's keeping work. you from getting there, though? Yeah. I'll and start then, with that question. What has what's keeping you from getting there? What has kept you from getting there? Yeah. If you need to go back to school, figure it out. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not going to be simple. And I would love, love, love for y'all to write into us and you know let us know. Uh, we will be answering emails over our break, or at least I will answer a few. Oh, okay. Um, Look at you getting in the inbox. I mean, if we don't have to record, the least I could do is. Just <laughs> <laughs> to wow. <laughs> Um, look, I can't be doing both now. Okay, you know I'm busy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow! So this is the last season of my previous season. Thank you all for listening. She tried it. Um, but no, yeah. but I want to know if you're struggling with you know you don't have to write us and tell us what your goals are. Those are for you. Um, but if you're struggling with you know how do I get out of this rut or how do I get out of this you know thing that I've been trying to overcome for so long professionally, mm-hmm. what should my goals look like? I mean, write into us. I'm willing to have a conversation about it with you because I really want to see us win. Come at on. the end of the day, like, I really want to see us win, and I want to see 2020 be yeah. a great year for us. Yeah. I'm looking to really beef up my team with some strong talent and I'm not saying they're going to be of a specific race um, but if I'm hiring I will let y'all know let's just put yeah. it that way I, when I'm ready for resumes I will solicit um, but don't start saying but keep it. your resumes updated that's something you need oh, to make. say it again uh, keep your resumes updated that's uh, something you need to continuously do weekly <laughs> don't go in expecting to have to leave but always be ready mm-hmm. to leave Cause um, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Oh, listen. So okay. Goals super important. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let this fall off. Don't let this be another year where you're yeah. just like, oh, look, sis, I ain't really get to them, bro. Yeah. You know, I was finna do that, but like, you, you know, forget the butts. A few weeks for for the rest of 2019. If it's just making a point at the end of each day to expound on a single goal. Yeah. And then at the end of your week, you have your goal. You have some steps to take to reach it. Right. Um, Write it down. I think that's also very important. Make sure that you have something concrete that you can see, that you can manifest, that you can speak aloud. 
get your stuff out here not to be woozy woozy and spiritual with y'all but it's very important for you to speak it so that it you can call it to your remembrance on a regular basis because a lot of times you you say you have these goals you never mention them again you take it and you throw it wherever you throw it and then here comes 2025 and you're still in the same rut yeah and you don't want to be there i'm telling you right now like i look back i you know you and i both Mm -hmm. have accomplished a lot um within like the past 10 years yeah honestly. yeah two years plus but i still look back and there's things where i'm like mm, really wish i would have done this yeah. wish i would have done that i wish i hadn't have done this yeah. you know like you're gonna look back and have those things and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. you know we're not here to tell you to be a historian i'm not a historian <laughs> i don't like to dwell on the past at all i'm yeah. all about the now and the future um but historical data is important so that you don't make the same mistake mm-hmm. twice, three mm-hmm. times, four times, five, however many times you have, you know, <laughs> gone yeah. through that process of saying, okay, I'm going to fix this part of my, you know, my professional life and mm-hmm. I haven't yet. Um, think back to those things, you know, realize it, understand it, and then come up with a plan to move forward and then forget about the past. Yeah. You know, don't dwell on it. I mean, there are folks in there. 50s and 60s that are going back to school or mm-hmm. getting new certifications, you know. I mean, I starting think about entire careers, yeah, yeah, or starting new industries, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Life is life, yeah. it is what it is, and nobody knows your timeline. Yeah, um, you know, 40 could be halfway through your life, and that's not a bad thing, yeah. you know. 20 could be halfway, you, you, just, you just never, never know. know. Yeah. So, don't let the, the timeline of you know, and I. I always say society, like society puts these time frames mm-hmm. on us. You know, well, when you get to 30, you should be doing this. When you get to 40, you should Mind be doing your this. Business. Right. Like, don't <laughs> tell me what I should be doing. Yeah. You don't you don't have the calculations for my life. That's you don't right. have the script. You didn't write this book. Um, right. I'm the author of this book. Come on. And so you do your research so that way you know how to continue to write your story and cite your sources. Um, you get to ultimately do that. That's that's up to you. Don't let anybody else dictate that for you. That's right. But the world, uh, society, the, these these oppressors will write your book for you mm-hmm. if you don't take over. I was going to say, if you allow um, it, yeah. Yeah, so if you let it, it that's exactly how that will play out. Um, but anyway, that's all I had on the subject. I am Fantastic. super excited Final to find out. 2019. I know. That's great. Talking about goals. Um, I'm very, very excited to... In this season and start planning season two. Nice. Per my previous yeah, email, I'm yeah, very yeah. excited to see what 2020 brings. All of you listeners, some growth, in the new- some increase, Listen, maybe a live here. show. She is maybe all my time. a. Listen, if y'all want to see Julius out there in them streets for y'all. <laughs> If y'all want to see Denise live, let me know. Wow. I will set it up. I will plan <laughs> the venue. So rude. That is so rude. And I will call in and listen. <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> Look, we're going to have our first live show. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting Driving in the audience <laughs> watching you do <laughs> And you, I know you because you're petty. You're going to ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> you know I will. Be like, did y'all hear what she just said? Are y'all listening? <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Um, but I want to, well, we're not done, but I want to say thank you all <laughs> while we're still in the boardroom. Um, I do want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for the emails that have come through. Yeah, those the few comments. of you that have 
Yeah, I the the ratings. If you haven't rated us, Denise will tell you how to do it at the end. Oh, okay. Because um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, the likes. Um, you all, we're, it's so funny because we haven't been at this too long, but you no. all are a pretty legit loyal audience. Um, I take a look at the stats every week, and y'all are out here producing consistent listens, and we are so grateful. Yeah, I, 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 I do appreciate y'all. I do appreciate y'all listening. I hope you tell folks about us because we want to reach the masses. We do. We're only here to help. That's it. Um, ultimately, I just want to see us as a culture. Um, and what I mean by culture, I mean all minorities. I yeah. don't care what color you are. Yeah. Um, I want to see us win. I really do. I want to see us it. overcome. And I know that so many of us, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, so many of us just are going to work in corporate America. Yeah. It is what it is. And yeah. that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not all creatives. We're not all out here to be entrepreneurs. There's nothing. Somebody's got to go to work. That's it. Um, <laughs> somebody's got to earn these paychecks. Somebody has to do the accounting. Somebody has yeah. to do the checks and balances. Somebody has to do it. And I'm one of those people. And yeah. I just want you all to know that you're not alone. And we're here to continue to support you throughout hopefully many seasons to come. Yeah. If Denise is willing to put up with me that long. And you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so shady today um but yeah so just thank you and i look forward to bringing in 2020 with all of you um and our new season of some more content and us telling y'all how we think you should be great and hopefully you'll write in and tell us um some of the same yeah so thank you all right denise you have a word to the wise i do have a word to the wise in line with Uh, Setting goals for 2020 and implementing processes to make sure that we get those goals met. I just want to say, do it afraid. I think a lot of times fear is the root of what keeps us from doing so many things in these corporate spaces. Uh, Fear of rejection, fear of not being good enough, fear of being judged, fear of feedback, fear of criticism. And... You know, fear, inner fear, fear of imposter syndrome, mm. all of that. Um, and I am, she is preaching. <laughs> I am telling you all that in spite of how you feel, mm-hmm. do it anyway. Yes. There is this huge misconception that all of us have it all figured out. <laughs> and I don't know who started <laughs> it, but they lied. And it's just not true. We're all figuring out how to go about our crooked life paths any way we can and it takes risks sometimes you're not always going to have the perfect answers you're not always going to know what step is next amen but if you do it afraid you'll find your footing go ahead and jump you'll find your footing you'll land on your feet and you'll be okay i think we can both testify to the fact that the only thing we figured out is how to figure it out come on so I mean, literally, that's it. You just figure out how to figure it out. You have to step out on fade. That is a word. Look at you. Well, you know, I try sometimes. (laughs) Wow, you just touched my soul. Do it afraid, guys. Do it afraid. Yeah. I love it. That's our hashtag for this week. Okay. I love that. Yes. Do it afraid. Yeah. Be, you know, some of the best things that I've ever done in life have Mm -hmm. come from me Stepping out on faith mm-hmm. and being terrified of yeah. the next steps that I was going to make. Yeah. Um, like, I think about leaving, moving. I moved out of state once. Yeah. That was super scary. Everybody was scared for you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't go. We got to miss you. I 
you did that changed thing, careers once yeah. by step. I was terrified of that. I have it's just so many different things. Yeah. Um, starting grad school that was extremely terrifying because I mean, that was terrifying. a huge financial commitment. Wow. That right <laughs> that I was like, Why when was do that? I see my return on investment? <laughs> okay. like, when is my salary gonna increase? Oh, but that registration desk, excuse me. Right. Like, ETA, please, on my money. Yes. And then just, you know, some personal things too that I've done. But yeah, I mean it's just but yeah. some of the best experiences in life have come, come from yeah. those experiences. So just do it. And yeah. if you fail, who cares? That's it. Um, so many people fail every day. Like, yeah. I fail constantly at things. And I pick myself up and I start over. Um, yeah. I learn how not to do it. It's just, they're life lessons. Um, that's yeah. just literally how life works. And so same thing in the corporate space. You may be afraid of, ooh, and I'm... I'm gonna I'm gonna touch some some points here. You Ooh. may even do something that may even get you afraid to get fired. Um, you might be terminated. Guess what? Who cares? Yeah. There are. There's always another job out there, and if yeah. you know you're doing something that is legal and that is right. of right, that yeah. is right, and it's because terminations aren't always correct, right, They're, or legal, yeah, right. So. You could be on the side of right. But set right and step out on faith. Yeah. Um, and just know that it will work out in the end. Yeah. Um, and if you're wrongfully terminated, call me because I would love to represent you with my lack of legal degree. Look, but he will do it. <laughs> but I will do it. Um, yeah, I just think there's this huge societal misnomer that you have to hashtag be fearless. Absolutely yeah. not. People do things full of fear. And I was at church on Sunday and... Um, There was this wonderful quote uh, that said, champions are not made of those who never fail. They're made from those who never quit. Amen. So as you were saying earlier, failure is, and we got to stop saying this as well. Failure is not an option. It is an option. And then you get back up and you get away. Yeah, exactly. Because you cannot fail because you can just not do anything. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. And so fail get up try try you know if what my girl say if at first you don't succeed listen get dust yourself off and try again and on that note <laughs> we're gonna head out so i can turn on the leah <laughs> so yeah thank y'all again for listening to us and listening to us ramble and talk about all manner of things including the corporate space and how we can survive and thrive in it in 2019 we look forward to seeing you all in 2020, hearing about your goals. Don't forget to email us at previous email podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And don't forget to look us up on Instagram, PMPE underscore podcast. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your raggedy co-workers. We are here. The ca- not the Caucasian ones, though. Tell your... Mm-hmm. Your people of color. Right. Women, minorities in the workspaces, mm-hmm. we are here to support you all and support each other as mm-hmm. we go through another year in mm-hmm. corporate America. Thank y'all for listening, and we will see you in 2020. Oh, and don't forget, if y'all see Denise, I use the E word. You know what? <laughs> you know what? This is a horrible way to end 2019. Y'all see why I can't stand him? We might not make it. Bye.